The following program contains spoilers for every single series currently running in weekly Listener discretion is advised. All right, we're live now. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? It's time for another episode of Ore Kara. That's right. The podcast where we uh, cancel all of the bad jump series that we don't all like because this issue, <laughs> this issue was so disappointing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I barely like anything. I was I was like nah on most stuff. I didn't hate it. Um, and there was one chapter that I wrote. I'm not even disappointed because my expectations were so low from last week. <laughs> uh, was it Earth Child? Yeah, I'm like this. This is just man maintaining its level of of not good, <laughs> but not not going into uh, even worse territory. It it kind of did because really? it uh, uh, it it continued with all of its inconsistencies and mm -hmm. retcons and not knowing where to go and rushing things and yeah. uh, but also this time it added something that's uh, so scientifically ridiculous. It is, yeah. <laughs> but we'll get to that later. Uh, anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, talk about that later. Introduce ourselves. I'm Percival Fine. I'm here with Maxi Berger. And yes, this week me. we're covering issue number 20 of mm -hmm. Weekly Shonen Jump of 2022. All right. I'll so, admit the uh -huh. cover has um, interesting colors. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's got that uh, cyberpunk yellow. Yeah, but... Uh, the more I look at Jujutsu Kaisen artwork, the less I like it. Mm -hmm. And it's got it's, two guys who I'm like, tough. we haven't seen these guys for a long time. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's true. Yeah. Like, well, isn't, Okotsu isn't this is, dude is, with is the below, but... the, main, the main guy? Yeah, Itadori is the yeah, main character. I haven't seen him for a while. And at the bottom, there's an ad for something called Painkiller. Is a, a one-shot or a new series coming <laughs> it's a one. Out? It's a one-shot. Okay. All right. Well, I didn't read it. Did you read it? No, I didn't no. have the chance to do it. Okay. Well, maybe we'll talk about it next week. Should have read it because so if much this the <laughs> the ongoing series, so many of them were just kind of boring. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of feel like we're not going to have too much to say. But going on. I mean the the main problem of this issue is probably that there is neither no One, One Piece, Piece nor My Hero Academia, and the wiki no. also lists Hunter Hunter uh, as on hiatus. <laughs> oh no! Uh, like Forever just to rub it in. I know. Just to rub it in. Every oh, week you thought on something was missing. This yeah. was actually still missing. Yeah. <sighs> Continuation of missing stuff. All right. So first off. Got the Jujutsu Kaisen Jujutsu color Kaisen. spread, and it's, it's got so the, lame. The two guys who are just beaten, and so I don't remember because they're both like they brought them back to life from the past, right? But how come yeah. only one of them has like the the crazy undead blackened out eyes? The other one has normal eyes. I think that's just like that's just her. That's just I don't her. think any. <laughs> I don't think anybody uh, has. Black eyes uh -huh. besides her okay. as a as a signifier for being dead. Okay, 
I because I haven't really followed the beginning of this arc, so I'm like, are there lots of people who are brought back from the dead like that? Well, I I didn't follow it either, so I have okay. no idea. All right, anyone who talking out of my ass read the beginning of this arc, let us know. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> Explain it in the comments. Yeah, this is, we might need a summary of this. It's kind of funny because um, if you wrote out the description for the uh, the girl's outfit. It would be something that I think is really cool, like the uh, the uh, swimsuit like top with the yeah and hip windows. Like, oh yeah, that looks cool. But then, like looking at her, <laughs> the, picture, the execution like, uh, is so <laughs> not that cool. <laughs> and then the oh. absolute nothing of the background. This is the kind the background art. Um, that's the kind of, of painting that you see in a museum, and then you're like, well, I need to have, like, the description by the side, or it's just boring. Yeah, and it's then the, the description the sort of art is like that's this... made by people whose, whose skill is less in painting and more in uh, writing Marketing. writing descriptions of, of what a painting Marketing. is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This kind of painting would cost, like, five million dollaronis, and... yeah. <laughs> uh, you're you're going to ask why? Because then you read the description, need... and it's like the the up-res version of a photo that the artist didn't even take himself. <laughs> like he found it on a in a in a magazine, and then he photographed the magazine himself, and then he he what what, uh, what that sort of art and... really needs? All of those galleries that have this sort of stuff. What they really need is just to have Danny DeVito in an Andy Warhol wig come and explain everything. <laughs> Not even that would uh, save it for me. Like, if you have uh, read or uh, watched documentaries about Andy Warhol, the stuff they got up to uh, is, I would say, downright uh, offensive. Mm -hmm. Like, the, the kind of garbage they did and the garbage that, like, literal, literally peeing on... on a huge metal plate and waiting mm -hmm. for it to to uh, make patterns of rust in in the metal <laughs> and then peeing all over it again and then selling oh, yeah. it for for five trillion dollars and uh, like you you can do that in your bedroom but don't <laughs> oh I, I don't will say I cut that in the I museum. forget if I've mentioned them before but there's this uh, performance art group it's a duo of guys and their shtick. I don't know if they're still active, but um, their shtick was they would go around to like galleries and museums that had like really expensive but kind of stupid art, and then they would just do a performance that's mocking it. Um, Good. I'm trying to think. It, I, th I think they were from Taiwan, but uh, they did one that was um, I forget the original artist's name, but this this lady did a a gallery installation where she basically just recreated her own bedroom and it was like wow you've seen those pictures where people are like oh you live like this <laughs> it's a horribly messy bedroom. yeah yeah so it was like that but you could walk through it um and then but of, but of course because it was an art installation then uh there would be guards being like oh don't touch anything it was all placed very specifically for this art piece <laughs> So then these two guys went in and they said, oh, we're doing a new art piece. Uh, it's going to be, I forget what the name of the lady was. Well, let's call her Jessica. So then they were like, we're doing a new performance art piece called Jumping on Jessica's Bed. 
She just ran into the gallery and started jumping on the bed and like messing it up even more. And they got Good. arrested for it. Um, and I think their most famous thing was, um, have you seen the sculpture called Fountain that is literally just a urinal that someone signed? Yes. Yeah. So uh, they were like, we're going to do a performance art piece. They went to the museum that houses this this fountain. It's just a signed yeah. urinal. And they just went in and peed on it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, As yeah, you should. This is this is the sort of thing that that you do to that kind of art. You just disrespect it even more because the original artist did not respect the the art themselves. The art, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like, how much is is their art worth? Oh, it's performance the art. Performance, one, yeah. The one perform- done, yeah. Yeah, but but like that, there must be some no, kind of value. <laughs> it's for free. Yeah, it's, a, for free. it's a public they're service. Just, yeah, they're just a couple of heroes. Like, let me solo her. <laughs> anyway, yeah, what's going on? I, I'm chapter. not a fan of this art. Okatsu. I'm not a fan of modern yes. art. I'm not a fan of of Jujutsu Kaisen art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jujutsu at least, Kaisen at least I respect Jujutsu Kaisen more than Andy Warhol. Yeah, he's got more. He's got a better. It's they've got a better storyline than Andy Warhol. <laughs> um, well, art debatable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there some some stuff was happening that I didn't get because I don't know all of the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main thing that's happening in this chapter is that uh, it's revealed that uh, Okatsu didn't <laughs> kill. The Pompadour guy, yeah, or rather, his own shot didn't outright kill him. Yeah, and yep. uh, just like, just... yeah, that fight ended. <laughs> he he leaves him on, alive. Yeah. Um, and then some other stuff is happening. That's well, uh, we get introduced. Uh... We get introduced to the new combatants, and. I feel like I don't even know is... how new the other guy is. Oh, really? You think the, he's been the French? Guy, the French guy is new, but yeah. the other guy isn't. Okay, so they introduce a new combatant who is also a aspiring manga artist. Um, this page yeah, is titled he's... the one that you went to, where he's mm-hmm. in the uh, Shueisha editorial department, meeting with uh, an editor who agreed to meet with him mm-hmm. to discuss a possible future manga plans uh the the guy looks at him and he i mean his name and his appearance is not japanese his name Mm. is charles uh, bernal (laughs) and uh he's like oh you're he's like oh nihongo jozu and uh he's like oh no your nihongo is jozu and the editor is like, yeah, well, uh, of course, I'm Japanese. And then he's uh-huh. like, well, I grew up in Japan, uh, Japan as well. So now you know how that feels. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I know there is a possible <laughs> Dogen joke in here, but it's, it's a, yeah, it's this guy. <clears throat> this guy is microaggressions and, and uh, uh, trigger warnings galore. <laughs> yeah. This guy came from Tumblr and uh, is a total asshole, which mm-hmm. is... Uh, oh, and also the editor tells him that his manga fitting. sucks. 
Yeah. Just like a person from Tumblr mm-hmm. with a B. Oh, I miss have Tumblr. Do. In their ball pit. Yeah. I was looking Those at this also wondering, like, um, I wonder if this editor is based on a real editor. Uh, it's like, a bit possible. Weren't the uh, editors in Bakuman based on real people? Uh, a few are, because they... <laughs> uh, um, at least they do name drop um, mm-hmm. Akira Toriyama's yeah. actual editor. Mm. I, I forgot his first name, and it's Torishima. Mm-hmm. And that guy uh, sometimes, show, at least once, shows up in the manga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I bet a few of those characters gotta be yeah, they must based be. On, on actual people. Uh, so this this French guy uh, drew a really shitty manga that's mm-hmm. neither original nor very clever nor well drawn. Nor well drawn. We and didn't get to, we didn't get to see the actual drawings of it, did we? Or or did it? Yeah, show we did. Them? We did. Okay. I did, just didn't. Because I'm like, they, they weren't obviously really weren't memorable enough, unlike Robocop's manga art, <laughs> which I can remember seeing. Okay, <laughs> uh, if you compare it to that. <laughs> That's a whole other level, but um, this guy, he's just not uh, up to the level that you'd mm-hmm. expect. But then again, then again, PPPPPP uh, and uh, Shugamaru <laughs> got in. So what yeah. do I know? Exactly. Uh, this guy drew a manga of, what's his name? IQ? IQ, I- right? The, I don't the, uh, or is it Ikaku? IQ. It's IQ. Um, the the monk boy who gets uh, who's said to be like extremely clever, mm-hmm. and then people challenge him, and then he finds some stupid solution that only makes sense in in like twelve uh, <laughs> year of Luigi. Uh, yeah, and and then everybody's like, oh, he thought of something, but I uh, yeah, it's 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 a classic cartoon. And mm-hmm. he based his manga off of that. And so it's it's derivative. He he draws the fingers wrong. Then the editor goes like... Uh, oh, yeah. Fingers don't bend like that. And then he so breaks he his finger. His, he brings his finger. Yeah. And then he complains about, like, if you want realistic art, then watch live action movies or stare at photographs. And I kind of feel called out because we keep <laughs> complaining about the art and in Jujutsu Kaisen where like a few chapters ago when Okotsu looked like garbage mm-hmm. remember when he the, yeah, the side bent view? over look and it was like just weird yeah yeah he's this guy is talking to us right now <laughs> he's talking to us but on the other hand I, I'm, I'm pretty sure the author is extremely well aware that, that mm-hmm. this character is uh, an asshole uh, is an asshole. Like yeah. he's not supposed to be right. This is not uh, Rohan Kishibe no as a stand-in for uh, Araki. Araki claimed that Rohan is not supposed to be a stand-in. Yeah, for he, he can say that, but, but it's like <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> and then it's his favorite character. At the end. I mean, <laughs> so. This guy ends up the the whole editorial department thing. I think that's before the the death game started because mm-hmm. otherwise, uh, it, it wouldn't. Yeah, be possible. it would be weird if he's like taking a break from the death game to go submit a manga. So 
Now he's inside the death game, and this other guy who I don't recognize because mm -hmm. I haven't. Really yeah, I think I think he's a new guy, maybe. But they go no, into no, a no. merry or not a merry-go-round. They go into a Ferris wheel together. I'm fairly sure he's not mm -hmm. a new guy, but you can correct me. And um, I actually can because I haven't read it. <laughs> so he says, "Can you can you diss me just so I I have a motivation to fight you?" Mm -hmm. And the guy just says, oh, you're a manga artist? Okay, I would never read your manga. You're, you're <laughs> gloomy, and I wouldn't want to read depressing shit. And uh, this guy gets Poor so right. triggered. It's... <laughs> yeah, he's crying. He's crying at being told he's a creepy otaku just... with a bad manga. Why would you say such a mean thing? <laughs> <laughs> now they're going to fight. And we're going to find out what Dome Towers we have. Ah, uh, it's going to be something really stupid. Mm -hmm. <sighs> yeah. 55 points from me. I, I said 5 out of 10. I'm not yeah. feeling it at that all. That checks out. That yeah. checks out. Next week, I got uh, Sakamoto. Sakamoto days. Yeah, uh, so... It's a, it's a little bit better than Jujutsu Kaisen, but... I, I, was, I was not too pleased with this chapter. <laughs> Neither was I. Um, but probably not for the same reasons. Okay, well, tell me your reasons. Um, in this chapter, the remote-controlled VR guy is mm -hmm. taking out all of the... He's so uh, strong! <laughs> How is he He's so way powerful? too strong. Well, yeah. that's because Gaku is is uh, remote-controlling him, and we know that Gaku is extremely powerful. He Gaku okay. can only be beat by... Uh, what's his name? The... Guy. Uh, Takamura, the the katana guy, mm -hmm. the old guy. Oh, I love that guy. I hope he comes back. Yeah, he's so cool. He's he's the he's, only that's, one. That's can... the kind of guy who um does a cut that's so strong that it cuts the background in half. Yeah, <laughs> like the moon um, slides into two slices. Nice. I would love to see that. But uh, we got established that Gaku is uh, one of the top dogs in this world. Mm -hmm. And him remote controlling some other dude for some reason Gives makes that, that other dude exactly the same strength. It's really and um, the way he, he uses his extreme power is he grabs a dude from the test uh, committee. Mm-hmm. Uses him as a weapon. Yes, and it's ridiculous. And it's he's he's uh, flailing this guy so hard around that he that another guy he's hitting him with is exploding yeah, in limbs, parts, like a Lego he's, character. It's nuts. And then he and, so and that, okay. that's the kind of violence that I don't like. Yeah, you, like you this, not is, this is this is so much. Or just in it's, general, yeah. it's overdone. Because, like, I was in I was reading general, this, and particularly this next page that you highlighted, I was like, oh, he's yeah. doing the female titan thing, <laughs> where she killed someone that's, by spitting him around so fast. See, that's the thing in Attack on like, Titan. It's nonsense I, when these are supposed to be humans. <laughs> yes. In Attack on Titan, it makes a little bit more sense to go, like, all the way in, into yeah. the territory of these people are not just dead, but uh, destroyed. Mm -hmm. Tr swirling somebody around like that, that alone kills you. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm uh, 
You gotta train by going on the uh, the the spinning thing you can stand on in the the centrifugal mm-hmm. force wheel on oh. uh, on, on like fairs and stuff. You gotta train yeah, by seen, riding on that. I've seen some people uh, do tricks in in those, but <laughs> I'm unfortunate to also have seen um, video clips of people getting caught in industrial uh, accidents. Ouch! And uh, uh, th- that's not that's not pretty, and I wouldn't recommend doing that no. because I, it, I would also not recommend getting caught in industrial machinery. Well, that too. And seeing this kind of violence, I can I can accept it in something like Hunter Hunter, where mm-hmm. it's already extremely violent from the start. Yeah. Or Attack on Titan, where the it's like the, the yeah, overall Attack on Titan is like kind of horror themed. It's yeah. Yeah. But Sakamoto Days is a somewhat comedy. Yeah. So it's, it's a wholesome comedy about assassins. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird to be like this as as wholesome as you can get, and uh-huh. I don't I, I don't like this in yeah. especially here. Like I don't like it in general when people get uh, get this much That's destroyed. Uh-huh. So, I think another thing where where this kind of level of violence would be acceptable is uh, what's it called Invincible that mm-hmm. um, cartoon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. About on... the superheroes and one of them yeah. turns bad. That there, it's kind of uh, acceptable, I'd say, mm. because that's what you want to see. But not in Sakamoto days, I would mm. say. So I didn't, I didn't like it in general, and especially not because it's in in Sakamoto in this days, one. right? Um, so At wanna... the very least, they get into his jam and stop him for yes, uh, which it's kind of funny because he tears apart the text proctors who are like supposed to be professionals already right yeah and then these two who are like the examinees they're like we're gonna fight him on his level um so it's it's kind of bigging them up to be like oh these two are already stronger than the professionals uh but wasn't yeah, probably. wasn't this dumb shoe knife broken from before uh, mm, maybe the, maybe the other oh, shoe he's got it. okay he's got he's got one on both shoes um, so let me tell you the thing that I I disliked about that battle yes. scene because give it yeah to I me. I agree that um, yeah it's kind of uh, just tonally um, not good to have him like tearing guys apart after, like in this you know mostly fun and funny story um, yeah but I was like whatever they're assassins the thing I didn't like. Um, other, other than, of course, just the fact that how come this guy is like gaining the super strength via being controlled by VR? It's it's such a overpowered ability to be like, oh, just mm-hmm. use this and transfer all your your powers. Um, the other thing I didn't like is that in the last chapter, the guy who's doing the VR, what's his name? Gaku. Gaku. So Gaku makes a comment saying, "Oh, there's a little bit of lag on it." Yeah. Right. But then in this yeah. chapter, one of the things he does is um, when he's like grabbing this guy and using him as a weapon, somebody shoots him and he blocks the yeah. bullet with the guy's body yeah. and then throws him to KO the shooter. And I'm like, you just said there's lag, but then you're still able to like literally block bullets. That's in, that's that's stupid. You just don't understand <laughs> how good he is. He's mm-hmm. just that good. 
Yeah, I, th- I thought that was really dumb. Um, yeah, it's dumb. Yes. Uh, oh, I also thought it was dumb that the proctor is like, run, save yourselves. I'll I'll slow him down. It's like, aren't you like all all assassins? Why why is this guy like so yeah. altruistic? He's acting as if because um, <sighs> Gaku calls him a school teacher. He's like, oh, I don't like school teachers. And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. well, he's now acting like what? Because <laughs> you know, like you'd expect, like. There, there's stories about, um, you know, when there's, like, violence at schools, then there's stories of, like, teachers intervening and, like, being like, oh, kids, run away. I'll, I'll save you. Mm. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. then, like, you think it's different when they're all assassins. <laughs> you think that, uh, I guess not. that adds to to my displeasure of mm. uh, how the situation is handled. Yeah. yeah. But, You're right. Uh, it, it doesn't, it, it didn't really... Uh, win out against mm-hmm. the violence itself but it's definitely part of it because yeah uh and uh, uh one of these proctor assassins yeah mm-hmm. they they should be on a level that's so good that some aspiring assassin who uh is only mm-hmm. taking the test should be pretty much worthless against them mm-hmm. right so yeah. the the priority of their like when they prioritize what to do, they should be like, "Oh, we we can let these uh, test takers get killed because we are way more important than." Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what they you think. Are. They don't think, have a right? very assassin-like uh, mentality. Anyhow, I give it a six out of ten. What would you have said? A sixty-five. Yeah, similar. Well, any other comments, or you want to go on to the next? Ah, uh, we can go on. All right, next we got the elusive samurai. Mm-hmm. And it's it's uh it's strategy time. It's like we're playing Total War. Yeah, yeah. and there are some names that I recognize mm-hmm. from Sengoku Basara. Ooh, Takeda. Yeah, and Kai. And then uh, one of the the big players in the warring uh states mm-hmm. uh era. But yeah. that's three three hundred years later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I see you didn't highlight it, but they do mention that um, one of the things that what's his name, uh, the leader of the Ashikaga, um, hmm? Takauji. Yeah, they said that Takauji has uh, given his young son a command as well. Ah, uh, yeah, like, that's oh, right. Is he gonna be like we, another rival? Like, ah, oh, kid. That's right. We, also leading. Never troops. seen that character. He's he in, just gets he's mentioned. In shadow. We just get a we get a silhouette of him this chapter. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, you'd so expect like, oh, this kind of character to already be introduced. Yeah, surprisingly not. Mm. So this whole chapter feels mm. kind of like um, the first episode after. The end of a season. Well, it is <laughs> because it's, his last last well, chapter was. Oh, we had to run away. We lost. Yeah, yeah. It's and now it's, it's like, oh, uh, what's our plans next? It's the start of a new arc, but mm-hmm. also this chapter had all of the text boxes like, "This is Takauji. This is the emperor. This is." Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's it's reintroducing everybody just in case recap, you forgot recap who as is well who. As starting the new story. Yeah, it's a recap <clears throat> chapter. Yeah. Um, it featured some 
uh, strategy. Mm-hmm. And the most surprising thing is that uh, it showed that one of these little encounters they had in Yeah, there's a callback to showing that's, that uh, going to Kyoto wasn't just failure. They also were learning about their opponents. Running into this guy was the most uh, important thing that happened. Yes. <laughs> Bumping into some some drunk guy who's like, ah, I'm so pissed off. Ah. That's that was the most important thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Like the assassination attempt and that that was worthless. Just seeing this one guy being angry at his boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the most important <laughs> info right. they got out of the the whole arc. Yeah. I kind of, I like that though when there's something that you you remember, but you didn't think was important at the time. Yeah. Then they're like, oh, actually, yeah. this is important because we can use that to base our strategy around. Yes, that was the best that, part I about thought, the I whole that was chapter. Cool. And then um, it was cool. At the end of the chapter, they're like, "You gotta kill can the wild card." Can we talk about the skull shape of Shokan and how it <laughs> looks like a weird what, egg? What's wrong with it? Lots of people with it's... skulls like that. No. Yeah. No, 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 not not like not this shape. This is <laughs> this is bad. Also, his uh, nose would fall off if it had yeah, this it scar. Right. It's it's that's kind a, of frustrating. Sort of, how that's a sort of nose scar that's more like. Um, have you have you seen the uh, illustrations of uh, Tyrion Lannister from the books compared uh, to how no, he was portrayed in the show? Okay, so he. In um, one of the big battles from, like, I think season two, he gets hit in the face with an axe. Yeah. And uh, he ends up with, like, a scar across his nose. Um, And then in the book, they say that it was so bad that the tip of his nose is, like, completely gone. Oh. And, like, everyone is, like, really disgusted in the future when they see him because his nose is so messed up. But in the show... They already were disgusted by him, right? Yeah, because he's a dwarf. Um, but in the, sh- in the show, they're like, well, it would be too much effort to like have just give him a cool CGI scar. to have like no, no nose all the time. So we'll just give him a cool scar across the face. I think also, um, cause ar- already people had, uh, had complained cause I think in the book, uh, they said that, um, that his hair, like half of his face was messed up from birth. So like his eyes are mm. different sizes and like his Ooh, hair is like bad. white on one side because, because of, you know, whatever is wrong with him. <laughs> so they're like, not just he's a dwarf, but he's like, he's a dwarf with a weird, a weird eye and weird hair. And then Ooh, in the show, they're bad. like, well, we're not going to do that makeup. <laughs> so just... We'll just get the most handsome, small actor we can find. Yeah. And then Uh, call it a day. (laughs) Exactly. So it's, uh, what do they call that? Uh, Hollywood homey, where they're like, they have Ah. a character who's supposed to be ugly, but they're like, we can't cast an an actually ugly person (laughs) for this role because people won't watch it. That's exactly correct. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have uh, been able to figure that word out. But I would have called it ludonarrative dissonance. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for it is a game after all, the Game of Thrones. Oh. So why did, like, did you like this chapter? Uh, sixty points. I do like yeah. the strategizing. I like the callback to the drunk guy, even though it's just yeah. a 
just a yeah, just I, a small note. I would say exactly the same because it's like yeah, they're they're doing stuff, but also like nothing actually happens. I <laughs> so also not, not really that do, interesting. I do like Shokan as a villain. He's uh he's, he's actually good. had some development. <laughs> I feel he had like some this, development this and... uh this series one thing that that's kind of interesting is that a lot of the, the villains, villains survive but then continue and being from villains. Their mistakes. Yeah. <clears throat> and but they're they're like a bit stronger cuz I feel like a lot of other things it's like either they defeat the villain and the villain is just dead or they somehow convert the villain to their side. <laughs> Yeah, um, that also sometimes so happens. This, this is one of those few things where it's like, oh, there's actually a lot of reoccurring bad guys that they have to fight multiple times. I think that might be due to the fact that the author seems to hate drawing anybody but the main characters. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I don't want to only very new character design. Very <laughs> few characters have a design that's not mm. some kind of joke, right? Yeah. And I would say Shokang is one of those designs, but he just can't draw him well. Mm-hmm. It would take <laughs> until the anime to give Shokang's design justice. Right. Uh, like bald, uh, bald, scarred, thick-lipped, evil guy with a kimono uh, that has uh, ants all over it because mm-hmm. he, he, just, he just loves killing people. Yeah. I think the kimono is the strongest <clears throat> part of the design. It's the most uh, identifiable part of him. I feel yeah. like a uh, bald guy with lots of scars is like super common in anything could, about could be anything. time. <laughs> yeah. All right, going on. Tell me about Blue Box. Now we're uh, about okay. bald guys with scars. Blue Box, uh, if you remember last time, mm-hmm. um, Chinatsu Senpai has to, she's forced to leave uh, Taiki's household, which right. is yeah, very is tragic. It's, yeah, her mom is back because the grandfather has to get surgery, and mm-hmm. uh, naturally that uh, requires the mom to come back to Japan. Right. Uh, also, kind of begs the question why Chinatsu didn't just stay with her grandfather, maybe? <laughs> That's a good question. Oh, because probably her mom was like, oh, go stay with that boy. You can develop a relationship. It's a <laughs> drama. Sadly, the mom didn't know about Taiki before. Oh, okay, <laughs> never mind. Um, and um, so now Taiki has to, to do his daily routine without seeing mm-hmm. Shinatsu-senpai every morning. But he still always thinks about her. Every thought is... Oh, maybe I'll get to see Chinatsu Senpai if I do this, and maybe if I do that, then maybe she'll be there, and I get a glimpse of her. And um, she it's does full simp when... mode. Yeah, one fifty percent simp mode. <laughs> she says, uh, "Let's meet in in morning practice because mm-hmm. that's where they usually always met." And so he goes to morning practice and his other senpai comes over and is like, well, 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 it's so early. How about we take some, we do some jogging. He's like, no, I want to be inside the, the gym. I want to see Chinatsu senpai. No. And, and uh, so he misses seeing her at, at training and mm. then the whole day passes and they have afternoon practice and then he gets a little bit caught up in his practice and only catches a few glimpses of her and then she's already gone 
Um, and then later, uh, you can you can go to pages okay. ahead here. Then later, uh, she comes back to his house, and he's like, "Oh, oh, maybe she's coming back and is going to live she's with us again." She's me. like, "That's the first thought he has," yeah. and of course, she's not going to do that. Right. Uh, as a reader, you're allowed to think that, but if if you, as the person, are going, like, "Oh, maybe now she's going to live with us again," like, "Oh God, please stop! This is, this is <laughs> too thirsty. Uh, this is too thirsty." He's a teenage boy. <laughs> I don't want him those, to be a teenage boy. Hormones. I want him to be a stoic Realistic. adult in a young body like Moy in, in Witch Watch. <laughs> uh, so she's like, nah, I just forgot something. Here's, by the way, here's the key. And uh, oh, also, no, by, the, the worst. by the Returning the key. By the way, True I, I, I thought we were going to see each other at morning practice. Uh, I've, uh, and he's like, well, I've not, been to not morning only practice. She's like, like, She's like, you no, I'm not there. coming back. But also, you stood me up. <laughs> kind of, yeah. And, um, like, she acts, they both act as if they already know that they both love each other. And mm -hmm. that kind of goes against the current status quo of her thinking that he's dating Hina. Yeah. Uh, but also, if, if we're going to speed through this whole relationship, like, might as well get it over with. And... Mm -hmm go to the part where they actually like come to a mutual understanding that they like each other yeah uh, i feel like uh, it might be a pro that might be like a issue with stuff that's serialized it's just the fact that they're as long as it's still selling there's incentive to drag it on probably yeah yeah Although, which is uh, odd because i'm like there's also a lot of pretty good comedies that are about people who are already a couple right yeah, so you just transition the the the, the storyline into that sort of thing, but they usually don't, um, they usually end it on when they get together. Yeah, that's yeah. usually how it goes. Maybe they want to maybe they want to fill uh, two slots and jump with one mm. with uh, one manga that makes you want to date a girl, mm -hmm. and one that makes you want to be in a relationship. Hmm. What would you think and that one is? Earth Child. No, <laughs> no, don't continue Earth Child because they're in a relationship already. That's they, not a good they, reason. They thought they gave uh, the editors thought they gave the authors mm -hmm. the right instructions, but they, they fucked up. Wrong. And I don't even need the. Uh... Well, I guess I don't read it, but I'm like, I don't think they even need something like Blue Box to be like. Oh, will they? Won't they? Sort of thing. Because we got that in Witch Watch, and it's consistently <gasps> uh, funny. That's true. Yeah. I forgot about Witch Watch. Yeah. Damn it. Never forget about Witch Watch. Anyway, going yeah. on. Oh, so, tell me your rating for this. A forty-five. Mm. Not, it's it's below. Not good, okay. But not terrible. It's, him being a t horny teenager, or rather a, a pining teenager, mm -hmm. there's no horny. By the way, speaking of horny teenagers, um, <laughs> okay. Aya uh, Ayakashi Triangle, the mm. the um, series that's been um, running yeah. by the uh, uh, what's it called Toraburu uh, mm. author. Have you been reading that? Nah, like I I flipped through the first few chapters and it wasn't horny enough for me. <laughs> okay. 
Um, so that's why I never continued reading it. But mm-hmm. now it it's getting from this issue onwards, it's getting booted to the online version because oh, apparently really? the author wants to make it hornier. <laughs> this is going to be like dun dun dun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I need to catch up with that still. I see previews for it every week. And I'm like, oh, I'm not caught up yet. Same. Yeah. Anyway, going on. We got the uh, reigning <laughs> champion of what we think will be canceled first every week. Yeah. Earth Child. I hate it so much. It's so dumb. At first, then this chapter, it's doing the the thing where it has like, oh well, we have all of these characters. Let's yeah, put in let's some make them, sitcom. Let's, yeah, let's put them all in the same house. See what happens. And then they don't do anything with it at yeah. all. They're just like, yeah. So I was feeling totally inconsistent. I was these, feeling these pages. the way that the the dad is feeling here, where he's just yeah, like pissed, pissed off, off that they're there. I'm like, yeah, me too. And then, what's his name? Albert? Yes. Is retelling his his, sad backstory. And it's really stupid. It's extremely stupid because, um, uh, what's her name? Karedi? Her past, her childhood getting stolen from her, that was was treated as a mystery. It's a secret to everyone, including herself. But with Albert, um, yeah, he's got an older him, brother who he's got an older brother. Know. Yeah, and all of the friends of the older brother know now because he's playing with them, and they obviously would probably ask like, "Who's this? Who's this adult?" Yeah, uh, playing soccer <laughs> with us, and he's like, "Oh, that's my brother." Um, your older brother? No, no. <laughs> and um. He, the, okay, he, so explain that he his gets backstory. The... He tells about because well, last time he told us about how every Earth child their powers decline after they face their their main threat, right? Uh, yeah, their main thing, the climax of their story. Then after that, if they survive, their powers decline. So his yeah. was so Carreri's Car- one kind of made sense, like an asteroid's going to hit the Earth. Well, yeah, absolutely, that makes sense. Uh, it's Alvarez? also the, the number one thing that I would have pulled if I if yes. I had to introduce Alvarez the threat is, to the humanity. Um, uh, a, a black hole manifested underground. <laughs> I was like, how? They don't say. They just say, yeah, a black hole. It just appeared on Earth. We don't know. Go get it. So he goes <laughs> underground to get it. And it's so dumb. Um so, a black hole can't just manifest in, yeah. like, out of thin air. It inside can, a planet. It can't have, so inside goes, a planet. He goes no underground, and he's going to use his psychic powers to create an anti-black hole bomb that will somehow destroy the black hole, and he does it. And then his brother grabs it and jumps <laughs> into the black hole, and it's, like, it's so nonsensical, like, in, in every way. Like, first of all, how... Okay, just forgetting that a black hole appeared out of nowhere. How do you? I will like, not forget that. Yeah, <laughs> but go on. <laughs> just like, how do you like figure out? Oh, I'm just gonna create like a, a psychic orb that will destroy it. And secondly, we saw in previous chapters that normal people who don't have psychic powers cannot see 
the powers, right? They, yeah. They just see that, oh, something's happening, but they can't actually sense, like, what it is. So how does yeah. the brother know to, like, grab the orb <laughs> yeah. to jump in? And then, thirdly, how did the brother even get there? Because <laughs> it shows that Albert got there in, like, this little, like... Uh, you remember those those things that the bad guys use in Ninja Turtles to dig through the earth? Yeah. But he has one oh, of those. With like, yeah, the comically big drill in the front. And that's like, how did the brother get there <laughs> without him noticing? I just ran after him. There's just like, yeah. The whole way. They have in, one line where clothes. the people on the radio from HQ are like, oh, we're surprised that your brother isn't here. He's usually <sighs> here for all your missions to watch over you. Was supposed <laughs> to be a surprise. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's down there. Some, somehow he stowed away or followed him and nobody noticed. And then he jumps in and then they're like, oh, and uh, their, their body also... merged. So now I have my brother's heart. Uh, so like it's there. He's kind of like Pochita in Chainsaw Man. Now he's he replaced his heart, and it doesn't yeah. explain. He it's like he doesn't say. It makes no sense. Yeah, he just says, "Oh well, you know, like when you get sucked into a black hole, you get spaghettified into your particles, and somehow that merged him." <sighs> that's that not how sense. it works. Yeah, it's not a transporter. It's a black hole. Like. You know, when you when you go out the other end as particles, it doesn't know how to reconstitute you. <laughs> it's, it's just really dumb. Uh, the like, so I, the yeah, I, I hate his backstory. <laughs> it's so stupid. First of all, let's let's go through it one by one. Mm -hmm. uh, a black hole can't just yeah. uh, appear out of it's nowhere. It might it might uh, approach Earth. Uh, and like maybe you notice it too late, but mm -hmm. it could approach Earth. It can't just materialize out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. If it if it was something else, like if they said it was a, a wormhole, that's not a black hole for some reason. Right. I guess I would I would accept that more because then you can also say uh, that black hole uh, physics don't mm -hmm. apply. Then you can just yeah, say well, that's throwing that's the sort a basketball of thing where you gotta you gotta pick it. something that. Um that does not have some uh, common knowledge due to pop science. Because I think most yeah. people, like, kind of understand what a black hole is. Like, oh, it's yes. like a collapsed star that's ultra-dense. Uh, so that's something that's in space and doesn't just appear. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so pick, pick some other phenomenon that's, like, vaguely space, but also vaguely, like, oh, yeah, that maybe... Something then that we second, don't understand. <laughs> how how would a black hole close just by throwing a psi basketball inside mm -hmm. it? That wouldn't work. That that's just making the black hole stronger, technically. Yeah, I think so. It would just add to its mass. It's not a it's not a cork, it's not a a, um, a lid <laughs> to put on it. Oh, uh, it's you sh they should uh it's like um if, do if cartoon he, physics. He just uh, oh, the black hole is like the the animation cell has been punctured. So just put a cork in it. It'll stop everything from falling through. Yeah, I mean that would that would make more sense if it was a wormhole, mm -hmm. right? 
uh, he he should have said, "I'm going to contain it within a box of my uh, powers," and mm -hmm. then when it doesn't get enough stuff I mean, to suck in, then it's it just basically it's nonsensical or something. Here. Yeah, it's, it's like, absolutely don't, nonsensical. Yeah, don't even and then, try to make sense of it. It's just and then the brother having to grab the ball and jumping in instead of like, like do you know what a kamehameha is? Yeah, you, this guy you is want French. It. He must know it. <laughs> French people love Dragon Ball. He must know how to. How Maybe to do, they don't do have do Dragon Ball in this universe. <sighs> That's the main difference between Earth Child and our universe. There's no Dragon Ball, so. And then finally, See, the in, in our world, is... in our world, the secret agents with psychic powers would understand how to do this correctly, mm. and not have to sacrifice their family. Members yeah, hopefully. There was yeah. no reason for him to do it that. So it's one of those things where it's like, obviously the author was writing this being like, uh, this will be such an emotional backstory. People are going to care that someone sacrificed themselves. But then as the reader, you're like, why did you do that? You didn't need to do that. <laughs> Just so committed suicide for no reason. I'm going to say this whole thing is just uh, uh, supposed to explain A, why this guy can't do it. Like, we mm -hmm. have to give him some some weird weakness uh, to make him go, oh, no, I'm weak now. <laughs> well, because... And, I, and also, I think that it's, he wants... It's often good when you introduce, like, a new character with powers and something. It's all, yeah. often good to give them, like, an interesting backstory. It's just that this... This one isn't it. I just think that this uh, this writer doesn't think through stuff too well yeah. so it's just you know the backstory has too many stupid things <laughs> unfortunately I think this, this reveal with the heart is uh i yeah, think that that's was... just an excuse to show me <laughs> he wanted to draw abs he's like oh this will be cool maybe the girls will love this mm-hmm but oh. I think he, he was... At the very least, at the very least, if you want to give the, the female audience fan service, mm. like, uh, make him take off the dumb towel. Yeah. <laughs> at the well, very this, least. This is fan service for, for girls who like abs, but also are fans of Aladdin. And it's like, oh, oh it look like he's got a turban on. And he's Aladdin is wearing a fez. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, no, in, in different cartoons, he's dressed differently. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was really dumb. And then at the ending, he tells the dad, like, oh, you're the, you're the real main character now. Uh, while the baby walks towards him. And, oh, he says, you're the real main character now because the dad says, oh, well, after you've told me your backstory, I refuse to let my son go through that treatment. <laughs> So basically, the last two chapters were completely pointless because they yeah, offer they, the option they... to speed up the growth of the baby, yeah. right? And then they're like, and then, no. No, yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, how about this? Actually, how about no? Uh, so like, basically, the past couple of chapters were just filler. <laughs> yes. Um, Unnecessary filter, uh, filler. And another thing is like, I think I, I said before... That, uh, like, I guess last month, uh, when we were getting, like, narration from the kid in the future. Yeah. I was like, oh, so we're, we're definitely going to have a time skip. And we're going to have him be an older kid who can express himself better. Because mm. otherwise, like, where's that narration coming from? 
And I thought, oh, well, that's going to happen via the accelerated aging. And they're like, no, that's not going to happen. And I, I was like, when they said that it's not going to happen, I was also like noticing the absence of any um, future Mamoru narration. I was like, oh, they, just, they, they forgot about that, I guess. Hmm. And, what would he have <laughs> said? Like that moment I realized that my dad wouldn't steal 10 years of my life. Mm -hmm. well, was I don't, so happy. The thing is like, I don't, I'm not going to like write it for him <laughs> and be like, <laughs> let's make it like this. I just wanted to say like, that's another one of those things that's kind of inconsistent because it's almost like a story thread that was forgotten about mm. where it's like, um, cause it's different than in, say, Hero Academia, where in the early times you get... Or I guess they do that in the anime intro, right? They have the narration from future decades uh, of the story of how I became a hero. Uh, right? Do they? I don't know. I so. but, uh, but yeah, I mean, could in, be. in that really sort of care. situation, I'm like, sure, it's fine to forget the, the narration from his future self because you're, just, you're seeing his story play out when he's... Mm. You know the he's the actual protagonist, but in this, they're like, well, the dad is the the protagonist. <laughs> and I'm like, I thought they were gonna shift to the son being the yes. protagonist when he started yes. having like narration from his future self, but they they don't. So I expected yeah. <clears throat> so hard that we would get uh, the childhood of Mamoru, and yeah him meeting other earth children who get introduced like oh there is a this is a sensation we did we've never had this before mm -hmm. um uh, multiple earth children the <laughs> next catastrophe must be so huge and and those other earth children could have all of these interesting personalities that there's you thought so, would be there's probably so many directions that this could that have gone could with have this done. premise yeah. and then they're just doing. And he does like, neither of them. He's yeah, doing the worst, the the dumbest stuff. So yeah, I because already from last chapter, I was like, okay, my expectations for this are nil. <laughs> so I'm like one out of ten, but I didn't. I can't even be disappointed because I, I didn't think it was going to get better. <laughs> Zero. This is this is like <laughs> negative. And if it, I, if I allowed myself, yeah. Yeah, end it now. Just, just it. don't even show the rest. This is so bad. The magazine would yeah. be better without Mamo it. Mamoru returned to his home planet. 19 pages less. Off. Fill all of those pages with the stupidest ads you can possibly <laughs> get. And it would yes, still be better. Be more valuable that way. Yeah, so next we got Witch Watch. Uh, Witch Watch. Part one of a two-parter. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not a lot has happened in this chapter. No, I was I was actually a little bit disappointed because um the yeah. last the last chapter that was focused on Nemu and Wolf was was so good when they're watching movies together. Yeah. Even though and... nothing happened in that chapter, a lot happened in that chapter. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, this, this one was like a lot of setup and not a lot of action. Um, yeah. and I, I did want to point out one thing I thought was funny is when Nemu is in her cat form and she's doing all like the wacky, embarrassed faces, uh, she looks kind of like Iggy sometimes. 
<gasps> oh, that's true. Especially the one panel where she's sitting on the couch and she's like, no, don't pet me. Don't pet me. Yeah. Oh, ah, yeah. it's true. I didn't even realize it. It did feel familiar. <laughs> now you know why. She did look, yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I thought you were going to say she looks like you in cat form. Oh. <laughs> A little bit, but uh, it's it's her. It's Yeah, we've got the same coloration, but she, she does the um, the wacky faces that are more like Iggy. <laughs> I don't have that capability. I did like her mentioning again the the thing mm-hmm. where she's yeah. a cat in 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 the lap of a big a, tiger yeah <laughs> because i can really relate to that if mm-hmm. you like imagine if you were a cat and mm-hmm. you you were like oh tigers oh they're so big oh <laughs> and that's so cool. that's that's me but the mm-hmm. human equivalent yeah Sadly, there's no tiger equivalent humans. <laughs> there's no cooler version of you somewhere out there. Nah. Uh, also, it was funny that she was uh, specifically mentioning the pecs. Yes. With a, with a zoom in on, on the previous <laughs> panel. The double zoom in. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so she's explaining a little bit of that. Uh... But then when, she doesn't like getting pet by Nico, right? Uh, um, that wasn't what I was going to mention okay, on the panel it. that I was highlighting here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it, it works better in the Japanese where she where Nico starts talking about Nemu mm-hmm. because in Japanese, um, she says it in a way that's like uh, almost like talking to her. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like she's talking to her, and in, in, in English, it only appears that way, mm-hmm. uh, as as if she knows that Nemo is the cat by her looking at her directly. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if there would be a better translation kind of, for that. Um, maybe it's just it's it's a pity it that we don't get the it. English. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it would be a perfect reaction where you go mm-hmm. like, oh. <gasps> She knows. But yeah. So the second um, story part in this is that Keigo feels like he's useless. Which is because true. Because he is. <laughs> if he can't turn into a wolf, he's, he's got no powers, unlike the other guys. Yeah. So, uh, Nico gives him a ring of flight. And it's really Which difficult I... to use. <laughs> yeah, I didn't uh, particularly like that <laughs> He's getting flight as his power now because especially since we already have a Tengu on the team. Exactly, it's it's thematically uh, weird to have the mm. werewolf guy become the fly flying dude, yeah. and um, even though the the Tengu and the vampire would be more right, better suited to it, better suited for it. I it. Mm, it might I get dropped he... since she sucks at it. It's pre- pretty much <gasps> useless. You think? Because I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just forget about it later because no, he can this... float, but he can't fly. And they're like, yeah, it's the higher you go, it's harder to control. No, this is going to come in, in yeah. uh, handy later on. Like, this is going to get 
call out a bunch of times where you were like, oh, I forgot he could fly. Uh, and then you can go like, oh, they can fly now. <laughs> they fly now. But then also another thing is that he's going to still be wearing the ring when he transforms into Wolf. Oh. But then he won't know mm. how to use it anymore because Wolf is a different personality. <laughs> yeah, I suppose somebody could exploit that by... Mm -hmm. Like knowing that he's in midair and then showing him a crescent and then he mm -hmm. turns into wolf and then he falls down. That could yeah. I, I like these are all setups from the writer going like, Oh yeah, I could mm -hmm. use that later on. Oh this is so many setups. Ah, oh, this is so good, but I, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> this one doesn't really fit. It doesn't fit, yeah. That's the main issue. Otherwise it mm -hmm. would be good because like yeah. Kago is a former athlete who stopped mm -hmm. because of injury I and did not remember at all. And then it shows like pictures of him as a kid ice skating. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. I guess that's but also his thing. mother being being the driving force behind mm -hmm. his uh, um, stage moms. Yeah. Oh. And that's what what connects him to Nemu, that mm -hmm. both of them have or used to have high expectations. Right. Put on uh, them. And now put on them. The, they're the useless one. <laughs> Mainly in the face of uh, Nico just being so amazing, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I th this is just a setup for the next chapter. Yeah, it even ends on a cliffhanger with "to be continued." And chances are that the cliffhanger is is going to blue ball us. Oh really? You know how she she's yeah. I mean, I've been predicting this in blue box, but. Mm -hmm. This time, I feel like it might actually... <laughs> Blue Box is seeping out into uh, Witch Watch. <laughs> right after I had said that uh, Witch Watch is doing it better than Blue Box. Yeah, well, this chapter is we'll an see. exception. We'll see next week. I, I, don't even, I don't even hate it. This one mm -hmm. gets 70 points from me. Yeah, I said exactly the same. I said, there's not, a much, not enough cat hijinks. Yeah, the chapter. cat hijinks used to be I, so good. Yeah, because as soon as I saw Nemu in this in this chapter in the beginning, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna be funny." But then they don't. Especially really when it's when it <laughs> starts off with her cat hijinks, and that's it. It starts off with her uh, barging through the door, like, "Hey, mm -hmm. it's me!" And then that was just her fantasy of how she wants it to be. Instead, yeah, she but really she sneaks in as a cat. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm. Well, let's see how this turns out. Yeah, hopefully it'll be good. I mean, I, I still think she's a fun character. I always like these kind of uh, um, socially awkward type characters in manga. They, they yeah. tend to lead to a lot of humor. Yeah. Well, anyways, next up. Good. Akane Banashi. Akane Banashi. Mm. This time, we're getting the full performance from her senpai. And it hurts to say that this is exactly what we've been asking yes. for. <laughs> and it's so underwhelming that I, I don't even know what I want anymore. I know. I was, because I saw the beginning, I was like, oh man, we're going to actually get the full performance. But then the thing is, I don't know if it's just, you know, lost in translation, cultural differences, but it's like. Possibly. I didn't really find it too funny. <laughs> it's 
it's an extremely unfunny story, and I don't imagine it being any funnier in mm-hmm. Japanese. Although right. I say oh, I say that as somebody who's usually the person who's like, oh, but if you read it in Japanese, it, yeah. it becomes really funny. <laughs> That's true. But, mm, Even then, you're like, no, it's not that funny. Yeah, the, the old folks love it. <laughs> They're so into it. I'd have to read this one in Japanese one more mm-hmm. time, but yeah, I don't feel like it. Yeah. I don't feel like it it's it's <laughs> I bet I bet even if I read it in Japanese it would be underwhelming because you have yeah. to listen to it because the, mm. the the voice acting of the performance that's what's that part. I did I, I did like sure when they explained this guy of how he's um being successful mm. is because uh he can't actually do um like comedic acting they just tell him like, yeah because play it straight and <laughs> just let it let it be funny by you being so into it you're like yeah that could be good I, I think i've seen some some comedies where they get like someone who's you know typically plays really serious roles and they just play it straight and it's funnier because of that ah uh, yeah i can't like, think I, of I any examples of that but i can imagine it mm-hmm somewhat yeah maybe well i don't know i i I would think this probably counts is um in tropic thunder they get guys who are like used to doing more dramatic roles like tom cruise (laughs) and then they just have them spouting really silly stuff but like completely seriously and it ends up being pretty funny when they're alongside you know like comic actors like ben stiller and jack black how many times have we mentioned that movie on this podcast? <laughs> and every lot, time totally. every time you ask me if I've watched it, and I have to say, oh, I have it on Blu-ray, but I haven't watched it yet. One of these and things, then you say, finally then you say, say, I watched it, I watched it. <laughs> Next you're going to say, oh, but after the podcast you can watch it. And then I'm like, yeah, maybe. And then, it's, <laughs> and then you won't. It's never happening. I have too many okay. movies. It's, it's, I have too many. Maybe we'll do a, a one of these days when when Jump is uh, on vacation or something. We'll do a a watch together instead. Yeah, with the it, it should be more possible to do that with my new computer, which is Good. on the way. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, uh, Connie wraps up his Rakugo performance, mm. uh, and. They do, they do something that um, is like intercutting his performance with the audience reaction and also with a flashback from him and his teacher with the, uh, the sensei telling him. Like, yeah, that, part, that and... part to me was completely useless. I didn't need that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is, this is too much. <clears throat> That flashback was supposed to hype up the sensei as like, oh, he's always mm-hmm. just giving us and, and never taking. And I don't care. I just want to see the the performance. I know. And admittedly, the one page where it goes back and forth between himself and mm-hmm. himself. Yeah. That was, again, that's, that's, one of those. exactly what I said last time that I wanted more of. <laughs> yeah. And also, this is exactly one of those moments where the author slash artists mm-hmm. uh, are showing off that they can actually do like really good manga yeah 
because this is this is from from a layout perspective is ex- extremely good i think mm-hmm. yeah it's great uh but it's, it, it it's kind just of that loses the, the story impact. he picked is not yeah. not funny enough to to make the me whole, feel like oh this is so funny the whole story hinges on the fact that you know about right. uh, people from Old Edo timey. being like oh i don't want to yeah. have money on me which is such a weird meme like mm. this is this is a meme from from, from back like in the day years ago <laughs> a 200 year old meme yeah. that says people from tokyo uh, don't want to go to bed with money in their pockets mm. because right uh, that yeah. which is itself gonna, is they're ext- not going to have money it, in their pockets by the hour of the dog yeah it's <laughs> that which is ridiculous because like uh i can't imagine anybody being being this uh sticking to the 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 mm-hmm. meme of this is how a tokyotin yeah has to be an edoko <laughs> they don't even have a they don't even have a translator's note that says Edoko means person from Edo. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They missed it. I figured it out, though. Thankfully. I, I was putting my faith chapter? in um, 40. Oh, you didn't like it? I, I, I gave like it a it. 7 because I was like, it's doing what I wanted it to do, but I just don't really, I'm not really into the Rakugo thing itself. <laughs> Um, I, oh, meanwhile, yeah. I'm, At the I'm end, being the person who's like, oh, I got what I wanted, but now I don't want, don't, don't know what I want to do anymore. Yeah, it's like I got what I wanted, but it, it still didn't make me. Oh, it's um, but at what cost? The meme of uh, uh, no, it's uh, no cost to us. Just a few minutes of reading time. It's more of the meme of uh, uh, why am I still not happy even though I bought? Yeah, 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 yeah. That one, that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and at the end they remind us that Akane has schoolwork <laughs> and she hasn't been studying. And it's like, oh, did, did, did yeah, like I almost that? forgot about that too. I didn't like that. I was like, I guess <laughs> next week we're gonna go into the school arc, and I'm like, oh, I feel like I doubt it. I feel like that could have been, you know, more of part of the story before, but I guess not. Yeah, I I doubt we'll see any of that, mm-hmm. and um, I I feel like this uh, mentioning of school looming above her is just a really cheap way to wrap it up on on a mm. like uh, light hearted note. Like, aha, she's she forgot she has to go to school. We can yeah. all relate to that, but. It's not particularly funny. It's not. It's not a big reveal or something. She, and the face <laughs> she's making isn't that funny. Mm-hmm. I like the one in the bottom corner. That's pretty funny. It's. It could be better. Yeah. Oh well. Everything could be better. Let's, let's see if next week's school arc is funnier. <laughs> if it happens. Because I'm also feeling like. Um, one thing that they could do with this is do the reverse of the the very short bar arc where they're like, okay, well, we're use your skills from customer service at this bar in your Rakugo. I'm like, hey, how about she uses her skills from Rakugo in like other things in life? Yeah, we'll never funny, going to but... see that. We won't see that. That's too advanced. That's <laughs> That's putting more thought into into the writing than mm-hmm. what the author probably did. Bad way. 
Anyway, next we get Roboco. This and... one's my favorite, this mm -hmm. uh, issue. Yeah. This is the best It's this uh, week had to offer. My comment on this is that I didn't actually laugh at it, but it is very wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> One of those chapters. It had some good moments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, Bondo and Roboco meet up with the the idol that they know. Mew Mew. Mew Mew. And uh... Uh, the, in the first <laughs> panel, she shows up. Uh, the the slightly casual wear she's mm -hmm. uh, sporting, like that's uh, that's like the ideal uh, outfit for. <laughs> I think we commented something similar a few weeks ago when there was a cover with Akane wearing when Aka, a similar yeah. outfit. Yeah, yeah. This is I like. This is also what I aspire to to mm -hmm. wear. It's really funny. Also, the uh, kind of. Uh, off-shoulder style of wearing a jacket. I used to mm -hmm. never see people doing this. And then yeah. a couple years ago, um, I started seeing like some like model models and actresses doing that, or, like their candid photos or whatever. And then it became really funny recently that, uh, so after, after I made my Vroid, I was like, oh, I'm going to follow a bunch of other people who make like avatars and stuff to mm, try to see what people are doing. Yeah. And <laughs> I see like every other virtual avatar people are making online have this kind of, you know, off shoulder jacket. jacket. It's so funny. It's a good look. I, yeah. I don't even know if people consciously realize that this is mm -hmm. a good thing. <laughs> they just kind of do it. Although even though with even without the uh, half shoulder jacket, uh, I would be really into this because mm -hmm. black cap, lar over large, uh, oversized white shirt, mm -hmm. tight uh, pants, maybe leggings, like that's uh, that's top uh, peak, peak peak human fashion. <laughs> peak human fashion. Yeah, no. If only you could get that in Elden Ring. Truly if only. the fashion souls. Ah, if only. And we get uh, Robico envious. Yeah, uh, which is really funny. Robico seeing Robico being jealous in this chapter uh, is really funny because it revealed uh, a a connection between the author and Robico. Mm-hmm. Because I told you to read the author comments, which oh, are... Oh, I haven't yet. <laughs> we can look uh, at them okay, at the so end. Go to... No, go go to the author comments right now. Okay, okay. And read the one for uh, Roboco by Shuhei Miyazaki. Okay, let me find the link. Do you still have it? I can uh, give it to you. Somewhere. It's 6.22. Okay. This one. Oh. Here. Ticket. All right. So Roboco. Let's see what this comment is. Shuhei Miyazaki. My friend keeps sending me photos of the fish he's caught. Beautiful, but my first emotion is jealousy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's uh. He's writing what he knows. Yeah, he's writing what he knows. <laughs> <laughs> His envy is coming out. Um, yeah, yeah, but then after that, they're like they're so amazed by how she always looks so great, and then we get to see her in 
In goblin mode. Goblin mode. I, it's funny she called herself how... going in slob mode, and I'm like, usually when translators will vocalize things to be more like um, in line with whatever memes are popular <laughs> in their language. Yeah, that sometimes usually happens. Usually I hate it. But I'm like, oh. But this time you I would wish, love it. I wish it said Goblin Mode. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that Miu Miu's uh, day off outfit mm-hmm. is not particularly more casual than what she was wearing no. <laughs> in the previous scene. It's just, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. The main There's difference is that fashionably and a way of doing it more slobbish i guess i mean the main difference is that her hair isn't done and she's not mm. wearing makeup and she's wearing glasses mm. but otherwise she could just wear the previous <laughs> outfit she doesn't have to wear a stupid tracksuit. this isn't jujutsu kaisen she <laughs> well she could we, we were just talking wear about how jujutsu outfit. kaisen is considered like uh like cool by the the kids these days the i reject that notion <laughs> I, I I wholeheartedly disagree with mm-hmm. anybody who claims that uh, Jujutsu Kaisen is anything but like uh, absolute trash taste, no fashion, no drip, um, 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 lame. Now that you said that, we're gonna we're gonna see uh, photoshops of all the characters wearing supreme jackets and Ugh. fancy Nikes and whatever, but. Uh... Yeah, then we see Mew Mew on the street. <laughs> she runs into the, the editor. She guy. runs into a bunch of people. Yeah, a lot um, of characters we've seen before. Everybody she she meets and she's like, oh, this barista, he used to treat me so well, but now yeah. he's like... Uh, he's so rude now. Uh, because when she's in goblin mode, she realizes that everybody's treating her uh like a normal human being which some women sometimes this is come this to is realize the reverse of that uh of the chapter where um what's her name roboco and millie discover the power of cuteness this is the reverse of that ah yeah 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 <laughs> where but Mimu, i was referring to, to only be always be seen cute discovers the uh the, the weaknesses of <laughs> What I was referring to is, do do you remember the one uh, Twitch streamer that we were following who uh, said, oh, when I was living in Japan, nobody was looking at me and I got really depressed because it felt like I was a ghost. Usually everybody's always uh, complimenting me (laughs) and and (laughs) telling me how beautiful I am. And then all all the male co-hosts of that show were like, Mm -hmm. yeah, welcome to the world of men. (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly uh, this is this is the realization that Miu Miu is having today in this chapter mm. even though she <laughs> like she's not even that gross looking but no she looks fine uh, she looks fine and and the realization is like when you're not an idol mm-hmm. uh, in brackets when you're not a pretty woman then <laughs> yes. everybody's either going to treat you like shit or uh, like nothing and yeah if you're too used to all the compliments and all the sugar <clears throat> being blown up your ass. Uh, <laughs> Although I won't say that it's purely being uh, linked to being a cute girl. Because I think that um, a lot of times people can get compliments just for um, having some aspect of their appearance that's a bit unusual. Uh, like, uh, I actually often get complimented on my hair. I'm just out What? There. Yeah. I never get that. 
Well, maybe maybe you, you need to brush it some more, like me. You don't see it. You don't see it, but I'm I'm being Roboco right now. <laughs> well, keep brushing. Get on Everybody my level. Should. Everybody <laughs> should compliment my my beautiful elven hair. <laughs> but then, uh, the only person who doesn't treat her differently is Mister Wholesome Bondo. Yeah. What a huge uh, juxtaposition between Mr. T- uh, second Year, yeah, who's, who's a piece of shit. <laughs> totally and piece of shit. I'm actually glad that the author is uh, pointing out that he's complete human trash. Mm-hmm. That this yeah. guy is is scum. <laughs> yeah, even Roboco. Yeah, that was the big joke that yeah. when when they were saying, "Oh, he was uh, he uh, had a fight in the in in the idol venue," and it turns out <laughs> he was fighting with it was. it was Roboco. It was Roboco. Yeah, Bundo helping her is so like wholesome it. that it's it almost is. funny. Yeah, almost. And then. Uh... Just the other day, I was helping uh, a grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on my way to work. I was <laughs> going awesome. to a so raid. Awesome. It's funny. Um, mm-hmm. And I was already late, but she was... Um, she was... Um, what's it called in English? She was heaving it up. Uh, one of those uh, trolleys that you can pull behind you. Uh-huh. One of those yeah. carrier... It's not a suitcase, but it Ooh, basically works like a suitcase where mm-hmm. you just put stuff in. And uh, we had to go over a um, highway crossing bridge. Mm-hmm. And I was already late, uh, but I was like, oh, she's, she's doing it. It's so heavy. And I'm, yeah, so help I asked her if she needs help. And um, I shouldn't have done that because I was so sweaty afterwards. Oh, no. <laughs> but... Did it make you feel uh, feel more wholesome afterward? No, it just made me feel sweaty. Oh, yeah, but didn't you, feel good about it. You had sweat on your skin, but you had you had uh, the knowledge that you were helpful in your heart. Mm. Mm. The problem is, I I since I was in a hurry, I couldn't help her on the other way. Shit, oh so. no. <laughs> You're like, I'll help you to hear, and then weave her. I, I had to. I, I was else, late. I hope someone else uh, came along and helped her the rest of the way. There were cops on, on the other yeah. side, so if if she really needed help, she might have asked those cops. Yeah, that's right. So how did you rate this uh, chapter of Rubico? Mm, 75. Okay, yes, yeah, I said 7 out I think I gave almost everything 7 out of 10 this week. I was <laughs> like, yeah, it was, it was okay. I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> no, you need to be more Nothing discerning. Special. You have to you mm. have to go into the below 50s and <laughs> say well, when something... If you I mean, go, Earth Child. If you want to go into the 50s, let's go on to the next chapter. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, again... Uh, okay, so PPPPPP. Mm-hmm. Um, this chapter has the realization that Miming could just incorporate her fairies <laughs> into her her 
Mozart, no wait, is it Beethoven? Her Beethoven uh, forest. Mm-hmm. Because they realize um, when she started playing uh, with the forest, mm-hmm. uh, the trees were straight. But after she listened to Meloli, uh, who, whose visions distort the, the world, mm-hmm. she started distorting her trees. So they were like, oh, so she can change the appearance of the yeah, trees. So why not, add, why not add fairies into the forest, <laughs> which is such an Make easy... Yeah, uh, why nobody ever thought of that before, I don't know, but mm-hmm. um, that's what Lucky is intending to do. But then his yeah. other brother shows up who has been listening in on uh, the, the, the competition, mm-hmm. and he drops one of those Albert Einstein uh, speeches on him. <laughs> yeah, where he goes, uh, yeah, like basically in this yeah. this this world has existed for a long time, and these these um, music geniuses uh, mm. formed the world, and now that this world exists, uh, it revolves around the audience. So everybody mm. who goes into classical music is is already familiar with how classical music is supposed to sound, so. Their expectations of your um, piano play are um, more important than your freedom to express those kind of uh, pre-established songs. It's one of those things where it's like, it depends on the audience. Because I think this would definitely apply if you're talking about like uh, performing in competitions. Because the audience in that includes judges who have, you know, probably been following this stuff for a long time. Like, oh, and this one it does too. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Have but I mean, he's, he says audiences, like in general. It's like, but there's so many um, classical musicians who like, like change things up and like try to find a different audience. You know? Yeah. So, whatever. I don't believe his brother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does. How did, it, you, yeah. how did you rate that one? Thirty. Was a nothing burger. Very much so. And next we get another, I thought it was kind of nothing. Yeah. I thought it was, I I thought it was going to get canceled on this chapter. Mm -hmm. Halfway through, I was like, oh, this is a good moment to stop now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because uh, last, last week. Oh, because they come back from fighting those guys and Mm -hmm. they they basically won. (laughs) They killed most of them. And then they come back. And then uh, Kusanagi is like, everyone loves me now. And it's yeah. like, yeah, their, their fight is just beginning. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect they, ending. They reached their goal. The, the main antagonists <laughs> that got introduced are dead. And uh, all that's left is just some playful, friendly banter between the yeah. characters we know and the characters and, uh... who never even got introduced. <laughs> And then it just this. Then it's it does like, the oh, stupid time foreshadowing. A, time for a new arc with someone <sighs> who's a spy within the samurai. Like, do you um, think it's going to be the the kid who got rescued by them, the one who oh, seemed I like he no was clue. kind of? I, I was like, I'm not even going to try to like guess. Him. Could be. In this, in this, yeah, in this the shadow form. Um, otherwise, who else would it be? Yeah, can be, and we don't know anybody else. There's not enough characters. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like everyone who we have met, he's known for like a week. 
Yeah. Except for um, what's his name, Toma, who they yeah, knew in high and, school, and, and we only know about him for ten minutes. Yeah. So I'm like, whatever. I wish it had ended right now. This would yeah. have been such a good chapter to do it. Yeah, would have been great. But it didn't, and because it didn't, it gets a five out of ten for me. That's <laughs> it should um, have ended. Yeah, fifty for me as well. And then going on, so I usually call Doran Doraran the the worst Ayashima. Yeah. Um, but they're actually becoming quite different now. Um, but I yeah. also was I was not too excited about this. Chapter of Ayashima. The way it's they a, did it is not how it should have There's better ways to do this. Yeah, so the premise is that they're going to sneak into the host club by dressing up as as girls, as women. And at this point, they don't even know that the host yeah, club they don't know uh, it's taken over got taken over. And uh, they, they pick Waku, and it's like, well, from a outsider's perspective you pick him because you've already given him a name so audiences yes. are going to recognize him but yes. from an in-world perspective he's the least able to pull it off he's like, the worst person yeah to pick yeah here. at least get someone who doesn't have a big beard <laughs> Come it on, would have... go he could go, he could do fine yeah, it, yeah. they could have just picked 10 10 yeah, or alone just, just send 10 alone because they, they pick Waku, who's huge, and then uh, Urara, who looks like a child. And it's like, Waku yeah, these, these two are not getting in. Is a giant, bearded, biker guy. Yeah. Well, this it, is... Because the thing about this is that I feel like um, this author's work that we've read so far, uh, uh-huh. all of it is like, has lots of fantasy and wacky stuff, but then... Um, after introducing Alton the powers, of- it's like, and the weird stuff in the world, then things usually progress the way that you would expect. Mm-hmm. And it feels like, okay, well, here's the weird stuff. And then we're going to try to be more grounded with everything else, with how the mm-hmm. storyline works. But then this is like the scene in Move On, where Move On is like, I'm going to dress my friends up in women's clothes to sneak past the, the Mongolians yeah. and take over the castle. It's and, exactly like that. And, yeah, it's exactly like that. Cause, yeah, even in that, one of her friends is a big fat guy with a beard. <laughs> it's exactly that. And it's just like, it doesn't work in this uh, slightly more grounded style of, of story, even though they're both, they're both cartoony. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I was like, this is too stupid <laughs> yeah. for this storyline. Uh, but they go there, and they meet this catfish. Uh, proprietor. Yeah, catfish proprietor, who tells them that the club has been taken over. And confirms, I think last time we were talking about, we're not sh- we weren't sure whether the, uh, the Kappa girl and her friend, I think we yeah. weren't sure whether they are actually associated with the Enma syndicate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and this, this one confirms, confirms it. that they are, yeah. They flat out say, yeah, th- this now is part of the Enma Syndicate. Uh, and then we get another um, montage of how the Enma Syndicate is taking over. Uh, yes, and, they're, uh, and not only they're taking over, but they are watching so carefully that they instantly spot 
the bikers and take them out. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, in in when they show uh the Enma Syndicate taking over, mm-hmm. they do something uh again um that we've been noted before. Mm-hmm. They go through all of the Yakuza game stuff. <laughs> yeah. To remind us, like, oh, this is something that you do in Yakuza, and mm-hmm. this is what what's happening in the underworld. And they even if... do the telephone club thing. Do you remember that? Um, what was that? What's the telephone club? Uh, the telephone club is basically you you go somewhere to whack off to to oh. phone sex. And oh, okay, I I, I remember. Uh, was it? Uh, Kiryu goes to one of those. Kiryu goes, yeah, yeah, Kiryu yeah. goes to those, and then you have a mini game where you um, have <laughs> where you to pick the me. right answers, <laughs> and he does this really dramatic pick, uh, telephone pickup motion, mm-hmm. which is really funny. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's kind it's so weird that I never considered that this might actually exist. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real thing, of course. It's a real thing. They yeah, they wouldn't put it in a yakuza game if it didn't happen in real life. There's uh-huh. so many clubs in Japan that are run by chicken <laughs> managers <laughs> or knife-wicking yeah. uh, psychos. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, all all the hey, bikers and uh, and I confirmed that Mister Mister Shakedown is real. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Someone warned you off about him in real life. Um, yeah, yeah, it's all real. Yeah. But also real is is how how dangerous the Enma Syndicate is. They, yeah, they that ended quickly. Yeah, and uh, uh, Kotan gets really mad when they find this, and somehow they're able to recognize the money <laughs> that was used to make those guys' bodies. Yeah, I don't that was understand that. They're like, oh, this is the cash from our friends. I suppose <laughs> they just. That. I suppose they just counted it and they knew that uh, mm-hmm. Waku was like 30 bucks. So when you see 30 bucks lying out around, like, oh, no. like, oh damn it. There he is. <laughs> uh, that just. <laughs> that suddenly gave me an image in my head. Uh, have you seen Hamilton? No. Okay, but uh, I'm imagining. So it's it's a musical about the founding fathers that of I know. America. And. I was just thinking, um, what if they made like a uh, a video game of them and they they burst into money when they die, and it's all the the coins or dollar bills that were named after them. Ah, yeah, that that's going like around three corners of references. <laughs> it's a bit combining American history and this this series. Listen, the first you have to do it in, in we, the way we still you have need to, to say... get the uh, the Japanese woodblock print American history animated. That's the first. No, thing for, you first you have to say remember uh, Scott Pilgrim. Remember that Scott Pilgrim <laughs> yeah, had yeah, a video yeah. game. Remember <laughs> Hamilton. What of Hamilton? That that kind of weird. Yeah. Weird way. Uh, now I'm go- I'm gonna tweet the Scott Pilgrim video game developers and tell them to make a. United States history video. No, don't. <laughs> Moving on. At the final page, we get introduced to a uh, a new character who's yeah. a, little, a little bush. Is she? <laughs> well, uh, she's got a leaf. So is that is that a Tanuki thing to transform uh, the leaf? Which one transforms I'm... the leaf? 
I'm 100% certain, like, the when I saw the, the leaf, I also mm -hmm. thought Tanuki first, but, but she says her name is got, Inari. And she's got fox-like eyes, and her, her neckerchief looks like foxtails. Yes, and also Inari is... Uh, is the the shrine mm -hmm. where um, is it? Is it also the name of the goddess? I don't know. I know Inari is the sushi that's that's inside of. Uh... I think that's named after after that yeah. shrine slash goddess, and her mm -hmm. envoys are the foxes. So this is uh, easily. She must be fox. Fox. She must be fox. So, are rather all of the hotels are mm -hmm. fox. Fox themed. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I like how uh -huh. I like how we get uh, different themes for yes. the factions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The clubs, uh, water themed, and the hotels are fox themed. That's that's a bit fun. So yeah, that's we're good. they're gonna they're gonna meet some new characters because I don't. I don't remember any introduction of the hotel people. Do you? Uh, we did get to see what the dude, the main dude, looks mm -hmm. like, but he was kind of like just a just a glasses dude. So mm -hmm. it was hard to tell if he yeah. had any yokai stuff. We'll find about out him. next week when they have a meeting. So how did yes. you write this one? Uh seventy-three. Okay. I yeah. wish it was better. I... Uh, I sh probably shouldn't be as generous because uh, the whole Raku thing yeah, is... I, I said 6 out of 10 because I did like the um, the montage where it's showing how dangerous the Endless Syndicate is, taking out the mm -hmm. bikers. And I I do like the the new girl's introduction. But just this yeah, is that's too progress. stupid. The, <laughs> the attempted stuff. Uh, yes. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to next week, so high hopes. And finally, tell me about Finally, um, this this wasn't good. This was uh, uh, pretty pretty bad all around. The uh, main uh, the, a, a bad turn. Yeah, this chapter is all about uh, Shugamaru and the kids trying to come up what they will give uh, Sanagi as a birthday present, and mm -hmm. she spies on them the whole time just mm -hmm. to, just so that their situation has a straight man to comment on yeah. how stupid all of their ideas are. Mm -hmm. um, the only good part about the chapter was when it starts and the kids get introduced to uh, all the other characters who are hanging out at school. Mm. Um the the serious nerdy boy um, gets hugged by the magician assassin, mm -hmm. and he hates he, it. he says he hates it, but he actually actually loves it, <laughs> which I can I can relate to. And then Shugamaru looks at that at mm -hmm. at the boy getting getting uh, cuddled, and he he gets these really weird big eyes. <laughs> And then goes, I I want what he's having. And then he runs over and just smacks him out of her oh, no. embrace. <laughs> and then he gets gets Fia, the deathbed. Uh, oh yeah, now companion. he's got the uh, what, what do you call that? Yeah, the Baldekin blessing. <laughs> good job. Uh, that was the only good moment mm. in, in the whole chapter because then they it, it kind of just devolves into making references to mm. Yu-Gi-Oh and Barbara Papa. Yeah. Where well, they, like, uh, 
Yeah, and then the final punchline is that uh, sh they eventually settle on giving her one of those uh, Yu-Gi-Oh trap monsters, which is uh -huh. a swinging death pendulum that's floating in the air, and somehow it indicates that this is going to be like the one of the new mascots of the series, and I don't know how don't they like get away that. with. Yeah, I, first of all, I don't like it, and second, I don't know how they get away with just including one of those crappy Yu-Gi-Oh cards mm. as a new character. Is that literally a Yu-Gi-Oh thing? Yes. Wow, they just ripped it. That's dumb. How did you rate this one? Uh, 35. Okay, that's pretty low. So, uh, Robok... Not as sorry. low. Sugar <laughs> has, Sugar has to, to really up its game if it wants to uh, survive. Yeah, yeah, I, don't I remember see last it. month it was like getting better and better, and you're like, oh, this is actually getting funny, and then they introduce these new characters, and you're like, boring again. Yeah. Bad. I suppose um, the author expected to get cancelled mm -hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> just pulled out safe. all the stops and then when he had to they reveal... Need to keep, they need to keep these guys on their toes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, That's how it works. I, yeah, I, I still think... Uh, it's kind of funny today where like, Earth Child is the one that deserves to be cancelled the most. Yeah. But Dora and Dora Ron should have ended. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sugar also should have ended. Mm -hmm. it, it really ended on a high note when they... Yeah. Well, they, when, they, when they... I gave it good notes. <laughs> That's... That was the high note. And they, they, they could have had a, uh, an epilogue where they fast forward five years into the future <laughs> so Sanagi can be happy. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, do the Magachan uh, speedrun. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of dig that. That's I'm sure it's been done by other series before, but I think we're always gonna call it the Magu-chan speedrun now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna make that yeah. a thing. Is there anything else you wanna mention today? Or are you Um I think we want I wanted to mention something in the author comments. Mm, okay. Um let's see. Uh Jujutsu, no, oh no, he's just be talking about being fat again. Oh. Um, Sakamoto Day's uh, author mentions that he's now getting addicted to monster energy drinks, which I oh can no. relate to. I wonder what flavor he likes the best. Uh, Elusive Samurai author says getting a new cell phone isn't exciting anymore. Oh. That's sad. That's how, how you know you're getting old. Yeah, blue box author. It's been playing badminton. Oh well, maybe that'll make the uh, the sports scenes more exciting. <laughs> yeah, you'd think. High school family uh, author says something that I also really relate to because mm. he goes always at the exact same time to the convenience oh. store late at night. So the employees must have have a nickname for him. Yeah, that's interesting. But, like, isn't it, it... That's a kind of exciting situation, don't you think? Mm. Like, if, if imagine <laughs> you, you are the convenience store clerk and... Um, you always and, see some guy come in at the same time. Yeah, he could You're be like, a, oh, a that famous guy, mangaka. That guy doesn't know how to draw cats. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mashal dude is eating noodles. Mm -hmm. 
as as do we all. Actually, you don't like noodles, do you? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm I like I'm not them. a fan of them. Uh, U.S. noodle noodles, they're great. Mm, let's see. I wanted to highlight one of them. Which watch says he he started going on Twitter and now he started TikTok. He's ah, following he's Moy's like Moy. bad example. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll follow him just like I follow Roboco. Black, haven't you read more of Black Clover? Uh, a little bit. I've read a few more chapters. Because in this chapter, the author says, my two-year-old saw my art and said, you're really good at drawing, Papa. Aww. Thanks, I'm doing my best. That's cute. I like that. I, I will say that Black Clover, the art is really good. I like really? The, I like the drawings. I often like the drawing. It's just that... Um, Maybe you just so have much to of the stuff the in the child. story. <laughs> yeah, uh, so much of the the story is either cliche stuff or just kind of poorly written. Yeah, that's yeah. the impression that I got. Yeah, I saw I saw a poll on Twitter of uh, oh, I forget who was saying it, but someone was like, "Oh, which of these four series um, would you get rid of?" And it showed. Um, so two extremely good ones, <laughs> and which was uh, Chainsaw Man and oh gosh, what else was it? I forget. But then the two bad ones, <laughs> I, I, at least in my opinion, were Jujutsu Kaisen and uh, and Black Clover. And the comments mm. were full of people saying, "Get rid of Black Clover." And I was like, "Well, you know, maybe it gets maybe it gets worse. I don't know." But judging by what I've read, um, I think. Jujutsu Kaisen starts out stronger than Black Clover starts out. Mm, but yeah, in read, relative terms. Having read as much as I have of both of them, which is like incomplete for both of them, I think mm -hmm. Jujutsu Kaisen Black is worse than Black Clover. Because at least yeah. every time, and not every time, but more, more than not in Black Clover, when they introduce a new character, I'm like, oh, they're kind of cool looking. Well, in, in Jujutsu Kaisen, every time they introduce a new character, I'm like, they look so bad. <laughs> Delete. Go back. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine uh, that because everything I've seen from Black Clover actually looks way better than Jujutsu Kaisen. But yeah. that's not really a high mark to mm -hmm. to reach. Jujutsu Kaisen is just ugly. I know. Sadly. Oh well. Well, I'm gonna get going. Yeah, I so, just realized so... the, the last thing that I oh, wanted okay. to say from the author comments was yes. that. Um, the uh, um, Ayakashi Triangle is going to Jump Plus, but we've already talked about that. Right. All right. Well, I'll see you next week. Unless you got uh, yeah. time for gaming one of these evenings. Um, maybe we'll. Uh, oh, it's we'll looking bad. Ask me on the weekend again. <laughs> okay. Ask well, me on the I'll weekend again. I'll see you again. next week for uh, another okay. episode of What I Call a Podcast. I have been Percival Fine. I'm Maxi Berger. And we'll see you later. Bye-bye.